listening to the Stupidity in Your Ear podcast. Here comes the stupid. Welcome back, you ear holes to Stupidity in Your Ear. Sam, how are we doing today? Doing good. Ready to uh, clear out the earwax and put some stupidity in there. Oh, that's that's a good phrase. Yeah, man. Clear out the earwax, people. We're here. That's We're right. bringing the stupid. The Q-tips have arrived. We're bringing the stupid. I love that. <laughs> I said it. I love it. <laughs> <sighs> Sam, I gotta be honest with you. Mm, be honest. Last with me. episode, we talked about dieting. Yeah. And I did post it on Instagram, but. So we recorded that, I think, on Friday or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Sunday was the Super Bowl. Oh, was it? And uh, Yeah. Did you watch? I did not. Did they watch? Because the game them? started at like 11 o'clock at night. And I was like, oh, that makes sense. Nope. You didn't miss much. Um, it wasn't. I mean, I enjoyed watching it. People are like, oh, it's the most boring game of all time. And I'm like, eh, it's still kind of fun. I mean, Offense is usually people want to watch that. Fine, I didn't. Uh, and the people but, though, it was but, so polarized though. What wins what championship, Calvin? Defense wins championships. Defense wins championships. No, but there was some ESPN guy that like flipped out and he was like, "If you didn't, that was the best you've ever seen. Like, you, if you thought it was stupid, I'm like, all right, like, I, people want to see a show and like, yeah. it's Tom Brady. Like, people want to see Tom Brady freaking go off, but he, he didn't. Exactly. I mean, he was he played good. It's just like nothing really happened. But right. anyway. I thought it was at least interesting. The halftime show was not good. Um, I, I always find it could so have annoying. been so good. You I know. I, I just find it annoying. Like my thing with Maroon Five is I love their old stuff. Didn't love some of their new stuff. And Adam Levine has the highest opinion of himself. And I will say he has a good body. But it's like when he strips <laughs> off his shirt, it's like what is? The, Wait, he did not, that at the halftime show. Yeah, dude, he just starts taking off all of his clothes. Like, he was wearing a sweatshirt and, like, two shirts at one point, and then all of a sudden he's wearing jeans and no shirt. And I'm like, I get it. You have a great body. I think if you have a good body, like, I don't have a problem with you showing off. But it was just like, <laughs> this is not the place. It's, it's like a family watching the Super Bowl, and he's like, it, it was like, he made it like a very sexualized performance. And I'm like, this is this is a Super Bowl. It's not. <laughs> it's dude, I feel not like every that. girl that's done the Super Bowl in the last There's, few years has done the same thing. It's true, and I'm it's like, just it's more not, uncomfortable with a guy, you know. I feel like it's more, well, yeah, that's not true. more uncomfortable. I feel like it's people, less, I don't know, less. It's, it's more obvious with a guy because because I feel like the majority of girl performers do it, and then with yeah. guy performers, when someone well, does, Monica Lewinsky, but, like, she showed like her nipple on purpose or an accident, whatever you believe, and Adam Levine did the same thing, and I'm like, it's kind Monica of the, Lewinsky, did she? Not, <laughs> Oh my god! What is her name? Janet Jackson. <laughs> Completely different people. Uh, wow. Same realm though. You guys heard it here first. Monica Lewinsky performed at the halftime show, and wow. herself. Good for wow. me getting that wrong. <laughs> I'm so tired. That is. Oh. I'm sorry, everybody. I was mad about the halftime show because they started Sweet Victory. Yeah, the, the SpongeBob song, and I got all excited, and then they just dashed my hopes. I wasn't watching it live, but yeah, dashed all my hopes by I not playing. Don't really. That's see, I got so distracted. I was not even talking about this at first, but anyway, we'll just go on. So the whole thing with the performance, like, why did he have some of the people on that he had on? Like, I love that he brought on Travis Scott. I'm a huge Travis Scott fan. But they had him on for like, I mean, he played sicko mode for like a minute, and that, and he was like just done. Like, you just cost yourself a ton of money to bring on one of the biggest performers in the area right now, and also literally three fourths of his stuff was completely blocked out because he can't <laughs> he can't cuss. So he's cussing anybody. He didn't change the words. He just cuss. It's like half of it is just completely silent. It was so quiet. <laughs> yeah, but um. And then the, the other guy, I don't even know who that was. Apparently, he's part of some group, but it's just he was just the only one. I was like, "What? What is going on right now?" And then, yeah, why do you put in the SpongeBob thing? Because and not do the whole thing. Like you know, you're gonna make people mad if you don't do the whole thing. If you're gonna at least use them. so weird. 
did not enjoy the choices that they made with yeah. that school. Um, anyway, the performance was just strange. Everything about it was so weird. You know what? I was not that mad when the Patriots won. Um, I wasn't mad. I, I, I was, I mean, I as soon as um, Tom Brady got the ball, I was like, yeah, uh, it's over. Like that was the same thing when they played the Chiefs. I, I as soon as he got the ball, even the fourth quarter yeah. when the Chiefs went up and he got the ball with like a minute left, I'm like, yeah, I mean it's going to overtime. <laughs> and then when it, when they when they won the coin toss, I was like, yep, I'm I'm turning the game off because <laughs> you're frustrated with the fact that he's I that doesn't make sense. He's so calm and right. collected because he it looks like he looks like he doesn't even care. And I'm like, like I've been here a thousand times in my career. I, I can do it but again. <laughs> I gotta say, he is such a player. It is fun to watch yeah. him play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I wasn't mad. I, I thought I don't really care. I didn't care really who won or who lost. But um, yeah, I thought it was a fun game to watch, yeah. especially towards the end. But mm-hmm. um, anyway, the whole point of that was me saying that I broke the diet. But <laughs> I know that's why I was mocking you at the beginning. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what anyway. did you break it with? Because this will determine whether or not I forgive you. Okay. Well, here's what happens. So Hillard and I. We're hanging out, and we're, we're going to hang out. We're like, we don't know where to watch it, because I don't have cable. And yeah. he didn't want to watch it at his parents' house, because he was home for the weekend. So yeah. he like, didn't want to watch it at his parents' house. Right. So we're like, well, that's a good question. And then Hillary was like, well, they we could go to B-dubs, because that would probably be hype. And I was like, Fair. actually, will be. And I was like, oh, but they don't really have anything that I can use my diet with. because the keto chicken, diet. man. You can't go to B-dubs and not <laughs> wings. Because <laughs> you say that, but you can't go and not get a basket of wings because it's it's Vita, man. It's iconic. So anyway, yeah. we had to talk about it for like a week, and I was like, "Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I know I'm on this diet, but I could just allow myself one cheat day." And that's what Hillary was saying to you. He's like, "You can do yourself one cheat day." The thing about keto though yeah. is, if you break it, then you're out of ketosis, and so like you pretty much ruin the effects of going keto. I mean, that's the whole point mm-hmm. of doing it. Yep. Is to be in the state, mm-hmm. so that's why I like didn't want to do it. And then it, yeah, I decided, yeah, why not? <laughs> so then we went, and uh, so we sit down. And I'm like, okay, right. well, I'm just gonna eat like a few of these wings, and yeah. I'll go over my carb limit. But I've been so strict that I'll probably end up being fine actually in the long yeah. run because mm-hmm. you're supposed to have like 20 or 30. I probably have five a day, which is probably not good either. But um, I was like, well. I'll just get wings and it'll be fine. So we get there. Hiller's like, yeah, I'm probably going to get the large wings. And I'm like, you son of a gun, because then I'm going to get that. <laughs> but the thing is, too, we got there at we got there early because the game started at like 5.30. And we got there at like 4 because yeah. it's oh, going to wow. be packed. Yeah. Um, it's, the way it's just saying is like it was their Black Friday. It's like the Super Bowl, which I, did, I thought was interesting because I figured it would just be like single guys <laughs> there. Yeah. Like at the bar, just like oh, I wish I had someone to watch with. Where there was just like, you know, there were like parties, people there. Weirdly, too, you got there at four. People were leaving before the game started. I was like, why would you go to Buffalo Wild Wings before the game started and then leave? Just very strange. Like, why not just cater? I mean, they have people catering so much, but and they carry on stuff. Anyway, so we get there, and Hillary's like, well, it's four. I don't want to eat till like, the game starts. So we probably should get an appetizer. And I was like, well, you're definitely right. So, <laughs> and the thing is, too, Hillary's on a diet, too. He's on the pink diet, which is very similar. But, like, we're both on a diet. We keep each other accountable for the most part. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll look back at an appetizer. We got freaking chili con queso which is basically queso with chili in it (laughs) and it might have been because i was just like craving non-keto stuff but that was the best food i've had in forever and uh and then he's like well i'm gonna get a pop and i was like you son of a gun because so then i was drinking water and he was drinking dr pepper and i was like make me so angry and so then about three minutes later i got dr pepper too and i drink like six of those so not only am i going to eat these meals, i'm i ate chili con queso and i really ate chili queso chips had like six dr peppers and then get the largest basket of fries i didn't i didn't even come close to eating the whole thing i was so full i think just like the density of like the carbs yeah. like it just killed my body like i yeah. i couldn't eat the rest of the wings i had like 10 left wow, i wish no. i hadn't paid for those but they were so good i ate so much. i mean i literally ate like four things of ranch 
Um, the wings were so good. Oh my gosh, they were phenomenal. Um, so anyway, that being said, I did break my diet on Sunday, and I was like, "But it's fine, so I'll just go back on Monday." And that was not the case either. Monday, Dallas, my roommate, made brownies and <laughs> also brought over uh, like peanut M and M's, which I don't even like peanut M and M's that much. But there was like oh, one of those. It was like those big, like family size bags, which no, you're but... listening. It is with my hands, but you can't see it when you're listening. But anyway, I eat a huge brownie and I eat peanut M and M's. And I'm like, well, I already broke it, so if I do it one more day, it doesn't really matter. Uh, and then Tuesday, I was, every day I'm like, I'm going back on. And so then Tuesday, I ate chicken and the like for lunch, and then for the rest of the day just eat like crap like ate the brownies again (laughs) and um then wednesday i'm like you know what this is the day this is really the day and then that didn't happen Uh, (laughs) i ate more brownies more and then they had pizza at a house so it was the alley pizza too it was the pizza that we was just so greasy and so freaking good just so much cheese and uh, yeah, I had a ton of that. Uh, so yeah, all the weight that I've lost, pretty much. You <laughs> gained it in four days. <laughs> I gained most of that back. And uh, I'm not going to say how much I lost, but it was definitely double figures and definitely high double figures because I am fat as a mug. Anyway, though, <laughs> I lost all this weight and then put all back on. So then yesterday, was like, I'm, today's the day. Yesterday, I was like, I got to get back on it. And so I did end up uh, getting back on it. Um, it hurt physically though. Cause we still have brownies left and there's still peanut butter. Oh, in it. The thing is too, they're like on the counter. And so it's like, it's hard to not eat them. Mm. Um, anyway, so yesterday and today I'm back on it. And that's the thing too, is I feel so much better than when I eat cars. But the problem is I just, I am so in love with food that I, I, I can't night. So on Sunday, that was the first time I ate carbs in like three weeks. Yeah. I so I ate it and I felt great. And then afterwards, though, like I was so like my stomach hurt with how full it was. And it wasn't like I ate that much food. It was just like the carbs were hurting. Ooh. Monday morning, oh. I thought I was dead. I woke up and I was like, "Oh, I'm actually dead." Like I literally, <laughs> I I was gonna die. I was. I just felt so sick from eating the carbs. Um, it serves you right, man. It serves you yeah, right. It did. It did, because I felt sick all day. Let me just say, out of the four people, including myself, that were doing diets at this time, I never, ever expected I would be the one still holding strong. (laughs) Who are you counting? Me, Hillard? You, you, Hillard, and Lauren. She's done. She's like, I'm not doing it. She's done. She's done. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, how how on earth am I still eating right? Because I... But you suck ate the worst of all of us. I suck at it. And I ate the worst out of everybody. Yeah. Is our mic muted? It just gave us a notification that the mic was muted. Um, It is for the other um, oh, that's so Sorry. Yeah, it's another, but... Anyway. Wow. Yeah, I remember going to your house when I was in middle school and high school and you had 2 a.m. Like, yeah, I probably should make a Probably should make some brownies. <laughs> so, those are the good days too. It doesn't hurt you. You're invincible at that point. Dude, brownies are my weakness too. And, 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 for dinner the other night at my hall, there was brownies sitting there, and I had to walk past them. And yeah. and that's the thing is I'm, my. Fr- Go I'm on. accepting that you cheated because you ate brownies because I know yeah. how much you enjoyed it. Um. So. Well, I that's forget. the thing is when I started the diet the first day, someone brought over a pan that was looked like the best brownies I've ever seen in my life, and for me, like I have no self control, yeah. so I. I somehow resisted and didn't have a problem. Like the start of the diet, I had no problem resisting at all, and for for weeks. And then it wasn't like I was that tempted when I went with Hillard. I just chose of my own will. Like I actually want to break it. Yeah. And so then I think at that point I broke, and then I couldn't get back in the rhythm because I was so like weak after that. I was like, I need to have this. <laughs> it's so bad. But I, I'm I'm learning self control, which is good. But it, it is the worst. It is the worst, and that's exactly why I can't allow myself better, to break. But yeah, don't break because 
and even breaking like just like one thing is like pr- is not as bad as what I did, where I just chose to go all in yeah, and just see, destroy my body. That's the problem. If I broke, I would have the same issue. I'd be like, yeah. "Well, I've already broke. I might as well finish the day off eating what I want." Yeah. And then the next day, and the next day, and I couldn't. Oh, that'd be a problem. I I can't describe how painful it was to get off it once I, like, was back on. Yeah, it's worth it. It really is. Yeah. Also, I realized we spent the last two episodes. We've probably spent an, or even probably maybe even three. We spent like over an hour probably talking about diets. I hope. (laughs) I hope everyone. At home, it's like, what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> it's not even that weird of a thing. We're acting like it's the biggest freaking deal. It's like, easily the, like, the most difficult thing going on in our lives right now. <laughs> it should not be. With college and work and everything, it should not be the most difficult part. But it is. It it takes up a majority of my thought process I'm every always day. thinking about food. I'm um, always thinking about food. Oh, my gosh. Okay, let's talk no, about something else. Okay, we got to talk about Bad Times with El Royale. I watched that today and very much enjoyed it. Yeah, it's good. I really, really, really liked it. I feel like I enjoyed it more than most people probably will, mm. but I thought it was phenomenal. Why did I you like it, it so much? I thought the acting was some of the best I've seen in a while. I thought the casting was so good. Everyone in there was great. Um, I thought I, will, I just love Jeff Bridges too. Jeff Bridges is one of my favorite actors. I thought he was great. I think Chris Hemsworth is one of the best around as well. He was phenomenal. John Hamm, so good, so yeah, good. He did well. Um, was I don't know. I don't remember the the girl's name who sings, but she was great in it. She was really good. I really liked her character. Yeah, the two sisters were really good. One mm-hmm. of them, I think, is a very pretty gal. Would love to meet her someday. Um, <laughs> but, son of uh, a gun. What? What'd you say? Said you, son of a gun. Yeah, she's she's pretty though. I'd love to meet her as like a friend. Mm-hmm. Um, no, but I thought the storyline was really cool too. There were some parts that were a little like I don't know if that makes sense. And I've only seen it once. Maybe if I saw it again, right. it made right. more sense. But I don't know. I just thought it was great. I thought the pacing was really, really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one part actually that I thought was a little slow. Mm-hmm. Um, what part? I don't want to spoil. Any, I don't really okay. want to spoil anything. Don't actually, spoil you know, it's been out for so long. I'm gonna say, spoiler warning. Come back and like. A minute. It's not even really that big of a spoiler, mm-hmm. but I'll just just come back in like one minute. Yeah. And three, two, one. It's when she, the girl, is singing and Jeff Bridges is digging up in the room, like, um, yeah. Kind of spend. I well, actually, I think it was a little bit before that where she's just singing. Yeah. I thought they spent a little bit too much time where she is just singing. Yeah. And then so they get to the point where she's singing and he's like digging around in there. I thought that part was cool, but I just didn't think mm-hmm. that they needed to spend that much time. For they just they like spent like three, four minutes doing that and yeah. you could have done it in two. And yeah. I didn't think they needed to do that, but yeah. Yeah. anyway. Um, that's pretty much... Unless you have anything spoiler wise I don't really I have any spoilers. But anyway, I thought the movie was great. It yeah, back I did too. Um, I very much enjoy those suspense movies that um, like they give you characters, they give you a setting, and it's like everything's going down here. You know, yeah. and what what it's gonna shake out, you have no idea. Who what all the, everyone's backgrounds is, you have no idea. But you know it's gonna be crazy. And so I very much enjoyed that aspect. I did feel like I liked Hateful Eight a little bit better though. Hateful Eight's really good. I love. Yeah. I thought I I thought Hateful Eight for me was a little slow in the beginning. Fair. Like, and then Fair. It, it it picks up. Mm-hmm. Um, that, that they did that on purpose. I mean, they they know what they're doing, but yeah. Um, but yeah, I think I liked Bad Times of the Royale better. Both yeah. though, I would I would take. I just bought Hateful Eight the other day. I just bought, <laughs> yeah, I was at Walmart and I was like, well, I better buy this just because. <laughs> uh, anyway, both are really good. Did I talk about that? I just saw that. Uh, Hateful Eight, maybe. Yeah. I maybe. just I just watched it the other day. It's really yeah. good. But, mm-hmm. uh, Fantastic movie. Those and the, I think I enjoyed Hateful Eight a little bit more because I think the the everyone's characters' backgrounds and identities is hidden. Of all the yeah. way up to the end, because Tarantino always has a big twist. Um, yeah. But I enjoyed that El Royale was a bit simpler. Um, but because of that, I I could like guess the plot line a little bit um, sooner in the movie. But such a Tarantino esque movie, like mm-hmm. clearly was an homage to Tarantino and the his like style. So I thought was really cool. But yeah. yeah. Um, Anyway, geez, people in Nepal are so loud. Yeah, dude, I'm so sorry. Apologize to everyone. Um, 
anyway, uh, what was I going to say? Right. Those movies where it's just um, like the one setting, they kind of just base the whole story off the one setting. <laughs> <laughs> Lizzie, you can't see. I mean, all of you. Sam is like covering the mic with his hands <laughs> so that the whole noise doesn't come with these like super close to it. Oh, good times. Bad times, they'll worry out. But the movies where there's just like with the one setting and you kind of just like base your whole story off this one place, those are really risky, but I think they're really cool. Definitely. Okay, Flate was really great in that way. I thought mm-hmm. that characters in Hateful Eight were really cool too. Samuel yeah. Jackson too. Like Samuel mm-hmm. Jackson's the best, man. Mm, the best. Yeah. And the German actor, I forget his name, that's in a couple of Tarantino's movies. Um, he's in Glorious Bastards as well. Um, I forget his name, but he's very good. Mm, I don't remember who that is. I'll have to figure it out. But. Um, um, anyway, that's a yeah. good movie. Um, what was I going to say? There's something else. Crap. Mm. I forget what it was. Oh, I saw It. Finally saw It. Yeah. Um, I wanted to watch it since it came out. I just I just didn't get to the theater when it was out, and then I never yeah. saw it. Got it so <laughs> I went to Walmart the other day, and I was like, you know, I don't know where to rent it, so I'll probably just buy it and hope I like it. <laughs> It's got a risk, but risky move. Paid off. I loved that movie. Mm. I don't see a lot of horror movies, but that movie was really, really, really good. I didn't think it was like super scary, and I don't think that was their intention. It was definitely yeah. more of like a thriller esque. I thought. I, mean, I was scared though during some yeah. of it, but um, but man, I thought the kids were so good, dude. Mm. I don't understand how kids are so talented nowadays. It makes me angry, because I know that I could never have done that, but those kids were insanely good. I was so convinced that they were real kids. Well, and everyone knows that child actors have the best lives. Oh, yeah, they usually grow up and are really successful and, like, Mm -hmm. happy and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, like, look at Jake Lloyd. Like, he's really Mm. happy, like, you know, that's the kid. Gotta play Anakin? Yeah. Yeah, good. He's doing well. That's actually bad, though. I'm like, I see that kid, I'm like, no offense, that kid was awful as Anakin, and yeah. that was. I don't think it was necessarily his fault. He's a kid. Like, how are you, you going to blame mm. for that? But these kids were so good. I mm. I thought they were some of the best actors I've seen in a while. I was like, you guys yeah. are freaking great. And maybe that's. I mean, it's definitely like partly helped by that director and like stuff like that. And yeah. but that kid Finn Wolfhard, the kid who's in Stranger Things too, mm. that kid is amazing. I love mm. that kid. He is yeah. so talented. He's in a band too. What? Yeah, I've, I've never listened to any of their music, but I want to. I want to. Like, he's in a band. Like, he's in the biggest TV show, probably on Netflix, and he's oh. in it. I mean, that kid's insane. Crushing it. Yeah, good for him. Well done, kid. But uh, also, he kissed Millie Bobby Brown, and that was pretty savage. So, <laughs> actually, that's definitely a spoiler. So, sorry. <laughs> oh, shoot. <laughs> you don't know which part of which episode or which movie or tv show though just at some point in his life he may have kissed millie bobby brown so yeah yeah we'll see (laughs) okay let's wrap up this movie conversation with potential recommendations it doesn't have to be a movie but we've we've Uh started doing this recommendation thing so let's keep it going do you want to go first yes i would like to recommend um an album this week called uh tides of a teardrop by Mandolin Orange, um, which is one of my favorite. Like, Mandolin oranges, really. I love yes, those. Like, the yes. cup and they don't taste like oranges. They actually make you right. feel pretty sick. But yeah, go yeah. on. No, really healthy. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're basically like better than fruit because yeah. they're not. <laughs> There's one thing that's annoying about keto, not to bring it back to keto, but you can't eat fruit, really. And I love fruit. That's, that's why I'm not doing like true keto, but. Yeah. We're not going to get to dieting well, again. You're a cheater, but yeah. Okay. Anyway, go on. <laughs> mandolin as mandolin. an instrument. Mandolin orange. Um, it's a bit of a, a play on words for you little little people out there. Um, All right, guys. We'll see you guys next week. <laughs> no, I, uh, I really like this band. They do like folk Americana. Like, Where's Americana? Of, like, I it's like it. um, I understand it to be like songs that are they, they're kind of country – but they're not really country. They're more like, um, yeah, they have that vibe, but, yeah. mm-hmm. but that they'll sense. tell, they tell a lot of stories and I think that's what makes it Americana because the stories are very like legendy from like the South and stuff like that. Um, yeah. anyway, they just released this album called ties of a teardrop and I, I really enjoy it. So that's I recommend cool. it to the peeps. 
Sorry, I'm looking right now to find something to recommend. <laughs> <laughs> just go to recently uh, downloaded music and find that's the what I was, That's literally what I was just doing. Um, we could recommend... There's a movie definitely. we haven't really talked about before called A Star is Born. You could I was just that. thinking of that. <laughs> you guys do? My friend Liz just watched that for the first time yeah. yesterday. Yeah. She texted me. She's like, how would you make me watch that? <laughs> I was like, yes. So you loved it. So um, you loved it. Oh, you know what album I've been listening to like what? pretty much nonstop? The Black Panther album. Really? God, that music is so good. Well, huh. I don't know if I've talked about this in the podcast I definitely probably have now that I think about it, but I am a huge Kendrick Lamar fan, and he was in charge of putting together and writing a lot of the music and just just making the producing the whole album. Yeah, and so that album is phenomenal. Big fan of that. Wow. Um, sorry, I'm also looking in my. Um, I don't know if we've talked about this, but some of our friends make like a a playlist for every month, and so. Like for February, I have like a playlist right now that's got like a couple of songs on it. And uh-huh. Like for January, the same thing. Yeah. Caleb did it first, I think, and then like Ben's doing it, and I've been doing it lately. Um, so like some pretty good songs in there, not gonna lie. But uh, like you make the playlist? Yeah. So like they... basically, like, like I listen to a song, and I'm like, "Ooh, that's a really good song." I listen to it a few times, and then I put it on the playlist, and then I do that for like every song that I listen to and really enjoy for February. I yeah. put that on the playlist oh wow so then for the same for march if i listen to a song i like it Hmm. put it on there so then you can see like what you've been listening to for the whole year at the end of the year that's cool man yeah so we'll see i'll probably forget about it and not do it after a while but fair fair (laughs) um actually uh ours that are listening to a little bit is uh shane and shane i don't know if you've heard of them Mm -mm. but uh they're pretty good they actually perform at this like perform they are like worship band kind of but they're kind yeah. of not like they have some stuff but kind of some other stuff that's not but mm-hmm. they're at a what is it called this place called the porch it's like a youth it's like a young adult ministry thing that i listen to but anyway yeah. that's probably the one i'd recommend um okay. yeah but uh i haven't had time to read at all i've wanted to this week but not at all anytime but the movie the book i'm gonna start is just mercy i've heard it's phenomenal so i'll go ahead and recommend that too but um i'm starting that. mrs edwards i shouldn't probably said her name but she <laughs> recommended that to me so yeah. yeah we'll see that's cool man i'm about to dive into a book um that i have to read for my new testament biblical studies course called simply jesus by um nt wright um which i'm really excited to read it's i don't entirely know what it's all about but i think it's just like a general covering of like who he was i guess what he like did. it's simply like a, about like jesus like who he was like yeah i like him as a person and right right on that probably and there's like a picture of a bridge on the cover so it's probably talking about how he bridges the relationship between he god bridged. and man and stuff yeah <laughs> yeah that's sweet man <laughs> one thing that i've been doing lately is uh i'll like hang out with a friend yeah I'll just, we'll just be sitting there i'll be like kind of quiet just, you just wait wait sudden. wait you have other friends oh no no no, no dude definitely have not replaced you not at all no 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 sir okay uh, yeah i'm not worried but... you haven't either right no no Good. no 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 Good. no definitely not Definitely, definitely. Yeah, honestly, like, don't move back though. But like, you're fine. But like, you don't even feel like, don't even feel like the pressure okay. to move back. Like, you're totally good. Well, I was gonna ask you, like, maybe about transferring to Wichita State, but it's cool. I won't. <laughs> I've I heard won't. we're booked up. <laughs> the really? University. That's is, uh, that's pretty. Booked, and you would so. you would know. You would probably be the person. Yeah, who knows I'm on that. the board. I'm on the board there. So cool. What? Yep. Kind of, what kind of board? Like a like a chalkboard? Trustees. Like board? The board of trustees. Oh. Yeah. The what? alumni board as well. I'm on what? the alumni board. I haven't graduated, but they figured they'd preemptively put me on the alumni board. That is uh, pretty cool. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what I was talking about before that, but we're probably good. Um, you have when something you gotta whenever you're with a oh, friend. Right, right. Like to, yeah. So and every time, <laughs> just be like kind of quiet, and I just be like, "So how you doing, man? You just gotta get the, guy, the key here." Is like the hands and the arms. You put your hands in like a half circle, and you just like circle them around, 
Yeah, and you yeah. lean forward and just be, so how you doing, man? Like, how, <laughs> how you been? Ugh. Like, how you been, man? <laughs> like, definitely like a youth pastor just, like, talking to, like, one of his kids he just, like, never talks to. But like, so how you been, man? Ugh. So how you been? What's, like, what's told, going on? Person who, like, assumes that your relationship is so much deeper than it really is and, like, so has a like, right to know a lot of the secrets so like, in your life, friends. you know? It's just not the case at all. Like, you just feel so uncomfortable around them because they try way too hard. Those are the best. So, like, what's your, like, what are you struggling with right now? I mean, I'd love to talk about me, too, but I'll go after you. I gotta be there for you, man. How's how's your home life, dude? (laughs) (laughs) The best questions. So, uh, I heard your uh, parents got divorced. How you handling that, man? Dude, Doing okay? Heard your dog died, man. How'd how'd that go? Did you cry? What was his or her name again? How long did you have the dog? Just, like, no knowledge. But, yeah, did you cry, dude? Because it's so, like, it's totally chill. It's totally chill if you did. No, like, I mean, I cry all the time. I watch rom-coms with my <laughs> wife, and I cry every time. I cry all the time, dude. Real men cry. Real men cry. I feel like we've done this bit before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Good times. Mm. I don't know why. I, thought, I, I think that's so funny to do that, but that's it's, just me. So You're in that position, though. When that's happening to you, it's one of the most uncomfortable and, things. You know, yeah, people, I'm sure, can relate. When that happens where someone you don't know very well tries to talk to you like super intently and yeah. deep and it's like dude i don't want to have this conversation with you i really don't care to share I, with you i think i i really feel like those are one of the most uncomfortable things to me isn't someone like tries to like get in your biz but you're not close yeah i said get in your biz unironically that <laughs> hurts physically <laughs> sure. what, a bummer. what a bummer that's okay though that's right though Eh, it's all right though anyways what's else what else is going on with you man not nothing nothing crazy um god those people are so loud outside outside what are you guys doing tonight i hate people ah relatable i just i just want to be like a hermit like that'd be a lame life actually but yeah no it would i need friends but these people dude, what are, what what i think half of life is like having your close friends that you actually care about and then hating the other people in the world i really feel like that's an important part of humanity yeah it's like hating everyone else is annoying mm-hmm. because I well, and hating everyone who's different from you <clears throat> oh that too <laughs> yeah well well, yeah, well. I mean, it's the way it's working now. So, I mean, it's true, ain't broke, true, don't fix true. it, I guess. Right, right. It definitely you know, ain't I, broke. I had a conversation with someone today that was kind of like that. He was like, he, we were talking about a bunch of different stuff, and I don't think he listens, so I'm probably fine. <laughs> and I won't dox him, but he was talking don't like, he was like, well, like, it took forever for, like, white men to get privilege, and so... This is going to be the same for women and like black people and stuff like that. And so like we have to just kind of wait it out. There's nothing we can do. And I'm like, oh, I'm going to push back on that pretty hard. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, it took a while. Sure, if that's the case, which again I would argue against as well. <laughs> um, but he was like, there's nothing we can do now, and and so we should just wait. And I'm like, mm, I'm gonna, I, I'm going to disagree because. I mean, even if it takes something from like a, if, even if you're helping one person, that's better than nothing. And so to to say like we can't do anything, just gonna take time. To well, me, that's like the song "Waiting in the World to Change." Just kind of <laughs> chilling. Exactly. Nothing. By by just waiting for it to change, it's not ever gonna change. And, and I will say too, if you look at it from our perspective, we have the ability and the comfort where we can wait to change. Like we can wait for it to be okay. Mm. That's what I think. I don't think he understands what he's saying is that he has the ability in place where he's not worrying about any of that stuff because he just doesn't have to. And for someone who else who does, Mm. that's something that's on their mind all the time. I think that's not that saying that, that he's right. And but like, but, uh, he doesn't have to worry about, Oh crap. I should, um, be worried when a policeman stops me for just a routine check like he doesn't have to worry about that or he doesn't have to worry about going to work and 
being sexually harassed all day. Like, he doesn't have to worry about that. And so that to me was like, well, <laughs> just because nothing is changing currently doesn't mean that things can't change or that we just shouldn't even try. Yeah. Because right. that's not fair. <laughs> no. That's why voting to me the last year has become more important because I was mm. like, I for a long time was like, I, I don't think anything's going to change and I don't care because, um, like, it's not worth it. And then I was like, you know what? It doesn't my vote doesn't matter, but it matters for people who really like have no option. Yeah. And so that became so much more important to me was I was like, yeah, I don't have to worry about as much because I'm privileged. And then it's not even really that I'm privileged. It's just that for a lot of people, their lives can depend on if you vote or not. Um, and so this is kind of my call. Um, this is what we all, we've been working up to this for the whole podcast. Um, Go out and vote, guys. Mm. Uh, we're actually ambassadors for GoVote.org. Thanks. Mm. That's actually our sponsor for today. Thank you, guys, yeah. for um, the sponsorship. We appreciate that. And uh, mm -hmm. if you're a listener today, uh, why don't you go out and vote next time? Go register. Yeah. No matter what party, just go and vote. You know. Yeah. Um, and I, I too would like to talk about something in the very same vein. Um, very <laughs> similar. Um, it's such a pressing issue um, because. Our dear friend Felix is in the fight of his life against the Corporation T series, <laughs> and so we need you to go out. We need you to and go out to create multiple YouTube accounts and subscribe all of them to PewDiePie because he alone can beat T series, and the the war is as close as it's ever been, ladies and gentlemen. It is. It is. Go do your part. Do your part, Brofist. Nine-year-old army, go and support do our do. friend Felix Pirpa. As soon as you started talking, and you immediately had this huge smile on your face, yeah. and I was like, "Here it is." Something's <laughs> coming. My call to action. My call for reform. My call for voting. But you're putting your vote in when you vote against the corporations. Vote for Felix. Vote for PewDiePie. For the people. For the yes. bro army. He's an international man. He alone can take down Indian corporations. <laughs> I absolutely love subscribe to PewDiePie. That's probably my favorite thing. Yeah. It's a little bit annoying to me that that many people will go to the links that they go to, like buying billboards, um, hacking printer systems, and printing off go subscribe to PewDiePie. <laughs> They'll do that, but they can't register to vote and take 15 minutes out of their day to to vote yeah. things that actually matter. <laughs> actually, though, I will say the thing with PewDiePie, actually, that kind of makes sense to me because, mm -hmm. you know, it is a corporation that's taking over YouTube and, yeah. you know, it's like it doesn't really reward people who are actually creative and right. um, put really like energy and thought and time into their work, but yeah. not as probably as important as, you know, immigration policies you know <laughs> stuff like that i won't say you should go and vote uh, but maybe do it. maybe do it yeah okay um i there is actually a very controversial issue we could talk about um 21 savage getting deported <laughs> i thought about bringing that up i thought Dude, about bringing that, that up. is wild we don't have to talk so about funny. it i'm sure everyone else already talked about it but oh my gosh dude why don't you give everyone the backstory okay there's this guy 21 savage he's a rapper he has claimed that he's from Atlanta, Georgia, I believe. He's also said that like, he was like the youngest kid to ever bring a gun to school and get expelled. He said he was eight years old when that happened. He said, like, he's, I mean, he just says so many things. Mm. And then, like, a, little, like, a week ago, maybe, maybe even sooner than that, he gets arrested by I ICE. Is that what they're called? ICE? ICE. Yeah, like ICE. That. Like the immigration services, they arrested him and were like, "Yeah, this guy's from freaking the UK. He's from like Britain, <laughs> thing, and he's been here on an illegal license for like eight years, something like that, like something crazy. And he's been from England this whole time, and he's just like he's getting deported. But he's been claiming for like so long that he was this like hard gangster kid who was in this like Atlanta yeah. place, just like." claiming he like killed people and brought guns and stuff and he could have done that but but they're like yeah he's from england this whole time and so man that guy's it's, he's it's pretty funny back to us i feel bad for him honestly i mean i don't really because he lied about the whole thing but i mm -hmm. kind of feel bad for him. 
but uh, he, uh, you know what? This could be good publicity, honestly, and he could his next album will probably be eagerly awaited. But but yeah, um, that was that was crazy, crazy <laughs> stuff. Very funny because he's the least British person I know. Oh, like I, I, we were talking about before. I'm actually scared of that man. I mean, <laughs> he's he's like claimed he's killed people. He said his alter ego was Jason. That is terrifying. <laughs> that is terrifying. If you don't know who that is, he's a scary, scary man. Oh man. Oh, um, but he makes good music, man. He makes good mm. music. So respect. Yeah. Anyway, you, what was your controversial uh, thing? <laughs> Mine is very different from that and much more serious. Um, <laughs> Did you see um, the abortion laws that New York passed? Yeah, we, I've talked about that in several classes of mine. Really? It's, it's unique. Unique New York. Unique New York. Yeah, it's right. tough. I, I've heard both sides. Um, being someone who is surrounded by a lot of conservatives and surrounded by a lot of Christians, but also going to college. And I take a, I take a few classes that um, people of both sides, you know, under, I understand both sides and that's why I find it so difficult to have any opinion of mine. Cause I'm like, frick, mm. man, I honestly, I couldn't even tell you what I believe. Um, mm. I mean, I'm pretty excited one way, but I see the the idea behind the other side. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. Well, what, I, what, I think what it's, are you thinking? No. Yeah. I, I know what you're getting at. Um, I think, I mean, I, I don't I don't believe in abortion, um, but I think it is crucial to have the ability to empathize with some of those extreme cases of rape and things like that. Um, but then again, like those are very minority cases in the whole situation. And, and other than that, I don't really see a good reason for abortion. Um, I don't even think rape is is. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna make a point about that. But the, I just found it interesting. I feel like the laws around abortion, um, where like the science people debate the science of, oh, what's really a baby um, in the very early weeks of of conception and stuff. Um, they'd be like, well, it's not. I don't consider that a baby, so it's not really abortion. That's at least a step in the right direction, I think. But it feels like New York and some of these other states that are now calling for the same law has moved far backwards and is now allowing abortion um, up until the very last week of pregnancy. And 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 I just don't know how you look at uh, a baby in the womb and, and not understand it to be a living thing. Um, so I, I just found it really sad. But I don't know. Yeah. I um I as well am anti abortion. And um I don't know. I I feel I sometimes feel bad saying that because it's like, yeah, I'm a guy and I don't have that pressure. That's what I feel, is that I don't have mm. the pressure of the entire situation. Cause um I don't know, people who get abortions, I feel like ninety nine percent of the time that's I should probably stretch. Don't throw a number. Like a, a majority of a time, majority yeah. of the time, the people who get abortions don't want to. I mean, I feel like it's such a shame-filled thing, and it's so full of guilt and yeah. um, pain for the mom, and I mean, also for the dad. Um, and and I will say, I mean, I, I feel like it's a smaller number, but there's probably a few cases where the dad wants to go through with it, and the mom. Um, does it anyway yeah. and uh, that's tough um, I, I I think that my complaint is when um, people from the same people who say I am against abortion don't provide any outlet any resources any help for the yep. moms who um, have that situation coming up yeah. Um, I don't know. Like, I, I am very, much... very frustrated with the way that people, especially at being a Christian, I, I'm yeah. so 
I, I get infuriated when I see people picketing outside yep. um, abortion clinics. I'm like, how are you helping? You're not helping. Well, because it feeds your own ego to scream yeah. at other people that they're wrong instead of yeah. doing something to help them, you know? Because that's that's not as glory filled or like yeah. you don't get as much of a self righteous boost from that, I don't yeah. think. The same people who say like, man, don't feel guilt or shame about what you're doing wrong because um, you know, we're forgiven. And then it's like, oh, but if someone does this, then they should be feeling even more guilt or shame than they already are feeling. And it just it makes me so angry and um, I don't know. This is such a tough situation when there's like situations like where the mom's in danger, and for me that I'm pretty lenient with stuff like that because I'm like, mm. you know, the mom could die if she doesn't mm. get rid of it. I, I honestly have no opinion on that because I I couldn't even tell you. That, I don't I mean, know. That, that's so personal of a, of a case that I'm not going to make like yeah. a. A I have no blanket idea. statement about every situation where the mom is raped or is going to die or something like that. Like that's just too, that's yeah, too real and too personal to make a judgment on that. Um, I understand the arguments that a lot of women and women and men majority make, uh, where the people who make legislation are six-year-old white men who um, don't know female anatomy and don't understand stuff like that. To me, I understand that argument. So. I get it, and I think they're right. Um, and that, that's me seen by a lot of different things. Like when I don't know if you saw the video where they were questioning uh, somebody. They were questioning someone who's. I think it was like the people who did. I think it might have been like Google or Amazon or something. Yeah. Questioning him in front of like they were like doing like a question because they wanted to see like if he was collecting information about people like illegally. Yeah. Um, and like they didn't even understand how like. Google worked or the internet worked. and it was like basic stuff. Like I've seen, I think I've seen shows, what you're talking about. I, 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 I try to remember who it is, but I'm, it, it to me shows how little they really know. And they're just making opinions that they've heard. And so they're like, well, that's just true. Mm. Cause they're like, well, you're collecting. He, he, he was telling them, yeah, that's a different like thing. Like we don't own Google, so we wouldn't be able to collect information and we wouldn't. And so we don't. And he's like, oh, I don't, I don't believe you. And he's like, I, I, okay, <laughs> I'm not lying. I don't know why. Yeah. This, this yeah. basic knowledge that we don't own Google because we're a completely different company. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it did that to me. I think it might have been the guy that runs Apple. It might be that, hmm. but um, that to me shows how little they know and how little they care to even research. So yeah. um, that's that I understand that that people are like, yeah, I mean, they don't have a ability to know or the care to know and so um i don't know the the law though to me a week before is a very late late choice and you would have already known if the mom was going to be able to have it i'm pr- i'm pr- I, I should i shouldn't say that 100 i'm pretty sure that most people know if it's going to be endangering to the mom before well, that yeah, if it's if it's a week, you can just have a C-section, and it can be a bit premature. You know, like yeah, I, I, we're getting into the nitty gritty of details. And, I I clearly don't know enough. Um, yeah, that's yeah. why I, I struggle to make opinions of it. So, but people who are like, wait, doesn't know anything, correct. <laughs> so I'm sorry, um, but I don't know. It it feels like for so long, abortion wasn't even a thing, and mm. and. And that's the thing too is they lost a lot of moms, and so that is tough. But to me, I don't know. I hate people like, well, when you kill somebody, it's two murders yeah. instead of like one. But you know, yeah. it, it's it's. I believe that. I mean, I really do believe that it's living once. You know, I don't necessarily believe in a couple weeks after it being you know, mm. an actual mm. baby, but but uh, um, and, and I'm gonna say something. That like is kind of my general take on just the whole situation is is that you know a lot of people a lot of Christians will get really adamant about abortion and say like they they like a baby deserves life and I agree with that um, they deserve to live a life but they get so idealized about life about like oh it has to have a life it has to live you know and and for someone who believes in the life after this one um, and the joy that that's going to bring. Um, 
I I I sometimes question is is this life the ultimate standard to fight for? Um, like is this life the the end all be all? You know because I I, I and I, this is not me saying oh you shouldn't fight to stop abortion or by any means, but but I I think it can be taken too far and um life as we know it can be idolized because i don't think this life is the crowning achievement and i don't think that that uh this is everything to live for um instead more it's like a a transitioning into something greater but i don't know yeah i think people are valuing this abstract idea of a baby's life over the mom's life a lot of times they're like well i don't i don't know if you know what i'm saying but i'm trying to say like like they don't even care about the mom they only care about this baby and mm. both are valuable i mean yeah just say yes. you're a bad person for getting an abortion and like you're committing murder and just trying to almost dehumanizing these people who have the real struggle of i don't know if yeah. i can do this and i mean i don't know if i can do this i don't know if i can um handle the burden of this i don't know if i can um i don't know raise a child right now there's just so much that goes into it and to dehumanize them by saying the only by by picketing and saying oh you're a murderer and not even helping at all to me it's like that's dehumanizing that's yeah that's such a bad thing as well yeah anyway i don't know that's we uh yeah it is it's just a tough situation um but we really ended the podcast on a dark note. Um, <laughs> the last few podcasts, we have not been making jokes. We've only been no. talking about dieting and like deep beliefs. <laughs> yeah, central. This is the part in the show where the only people left listening episode by episode are our four or five fans. True. And um, you know, we love you guys. But uh, here are our deep-seated beliefs. So I was thinking, I was like, we're not really living up to like the whole stupidity part. Because I'm like, we're actually talking about stuff. And I was like, wait, all my beliefs are stupid. So actually, we are. So we're even deeper into the stupidity. So you're welcome, listeners. Ooh, you're seeing the the, the you're seeing how the sausage gets made. You're seeing the inner workings of the stupidity. Yes. <laughs> anyway, sorry that I'm such an idiot and don't have better um, understanding of you know life but uh yeah, that's you're, tuned in. you're not you're not tuned in to hear a politician you're tuned in to hear a <laughs> a 19 year old moron named yeah. calvin pomeroy so and um his equally moronic friend samuel so you're welcome world <laughs> hope you enjoyed it world uh good times good times at the el royale that was a good one man i always good enjoy times. it yeah. yeah all right well we'll see you uh we'll see you next week See you in the uh, the following week. How do you turn this thing off? I don't know. <laughs>